you know how we do. Rockefeller. Forever. Catch me, skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your block infrared hot, I'm like Satan, y'all feel a nigga struggle, y'all think a nigga little, hustle behind the wheel, trying to escape my trouble, can't stop the greeting me, I'm talking... What's up everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Hint It to Win It, I'm Will, joined with Blake, what's the deal, Kalik, hello, Keith, hey... And we got a special guest on the show today, Brendan in the house. Yo, yo, Money bags. Go green. What's going on, man? You doing all right today, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Oh, right, that's for sure, man. We got a lot to discuss today. We do apologize for last week. We're going to try to go through a couple things, you know, bring up some current events, talk about the United States women's soccer team. Congratulations to y'all. Y'all deserve it. We're Big gonna, ups. We're going to touch on shit. that uh, that Russ move, him and uh, Harden getting back together in Houston, the Chris Paul situation and OKC. We're going to have a little bit of a Pistons rant as well. That should be interesting to get to. But it is time for that moment you love to hate. Before you do your PSA, so it's just fuck the neighbors now, huh? Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> the best, I love well, that well, intro. Actually, actually, you know what? Let me rewind. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> Good to see you again. Care for some pumpkin pie? Oh my God. It's the summertime. Okay. It's time for that moment you love to hate. Public service announcement. So we didn't do one last week because we wasn't here, so I'm going to squeeze two into one, so bear with me. Um, the hat coming off this week? Everything's coming off. You got a haircut on there? Oh, no, everything. Oh, 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 man, it's a camera. No, we're going to be gonna in this draw. We're going to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be in this draws. Listen, I'm sick of it. This is the disclaimer first and foremost. Uh, no one on this show is a racist. We love all ethnicities and all nationalities. But white people and black people, you got to come to the front because you're about to get it. You're about to get it. And I got to take everything off because so white, white folks love to judge people. So you take it off. Dear white people, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. You've got to stop for the folks on the south side of Chicago. You have got to stop overreacting. You've got, and I got Texas Chainsaw Massacre on. You've got to stop overreacting. You've got to stop overdoing it. And you've got to stop being egocentric when you're at the airport. You have to stop. You have to. I get sick and tired. And this is not every white person because not every white person acts like this. But you have to stop acting like you're the only damn person in the airport and the only damn person on the plane. First and foremost, I don't know about y'all. I love flying in the morning, getting that shit out the way. A lot of the airlines like to open up around 4 or 5 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. get checked mm-hmm. in. True story. There was a middle-aged white woman. It must be a generational thing. She, for some reason, was in line with her husband, you know, waiting to check in, waiting for the airline to open up. And she goes to the kiosk machine. She's irritated. She's rolling her eyes. It clearly says out of service. <laughs> Damn. I'm trying... I just want to check in. Martha is out of service. I don't care. This, this kiosk machine is for people who are self-sufficient, such as myself. Oh my God. Bitch, it's out of order. <laughs> it's out of service. Do you know what that means? That means you have to wait for the airline to open for it to be in service. I don't think you understand. I've seen this too many times. We've all been blessed to fly. I've seen this way too many times. It clearly says out of service. Were you self-educated as well? 
<laughs> I have to know because if it says I and her husband uh, was smart, that nigga didn't even leave the line because he <laughs> it knew he said out of service. And you will lose your fucking line in the airport. There is no going back like a grocery store. I'm sorry. That's can, you not say, can you say my spot here, please? No, not at all. What about the black folks? What did they do to make you? Oh, mad? wait a minute. I'm going to get to them, too. So let's move to the white folks when they get to TSA. You've got to stop. For the folks on the south side of Chicago, you've got to stop. <laughs> white folks, you go through TSA just like everybody else. Don't fucking touch my bag. This is a Louis Vuitton. I will have your $40,000 a year job, you fucker. TSA making that much? Oh, yeah. TSA <laughs> makes some decent money. I need to apply. Uh, <laughs> I'm not taking my shoes off. I could get malaria on this carpet. The fuck is wrong with you? Just let me through. Don't touch me. I'm not taking off my jewelry. It may ruin your little petty machine. I don't listen. You've got to stop and you have to do your job because you, you have to let them do their job. This is ridiculous. Then let's get to the final part of white folks. When you get on the plane. Whew, Lord, is this me. the same person? No, different people. Uh, <laughs> same personality, though. So uh, uh, this is a true story. I was on my way to Denver and. Um, what happened was, you know, you board the plane. Everybody's getting situated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This white woman, middle-aged again. You goddamn baby boomers. Fuck is wrong with you? Um, Damn. So bringing that back. Yes, we are. <laughs> so what happened was uh, she, she paused the flight attendant. Shout out to flight attendants. Y'all got some hard-ass jobs for real. It's literally, I mean, 40,000 50, <laughs> 40, feet in the air and uh, got to deal with 100-something people on the 747. Shout out to y'all. But anyway, this particular woman, she stopped the flight attendant while everyone's trying to get situated. I'd like something to drink. Ma'am, we haven't, we haven't even did our safety measures yet. I don't care. I'm thirsty. I want something to drink. I'm ready for something to drink. Ma'am, please stop. And I'm sitting here looking at her like, this white woman. What is wrong with you? Will probably got up and started smacking her like Bernie Mac and head of state. Uh, you know what? If <laughs> I would expect you to say something at that if, point, too. If I didn't have to get to where I was going, I might have would have. But this is the moral of the story. So basically, the flight attendant said, what would you like, ma'am? I would like a glass of orange juice, room temperature with one cube, a slice of lemon, third of the size of the fruit, placed on the size of a 90-degree angle of the glass. Tell me that's a true story, dog. I want all the sriracha seasoning on the side. Burn it. That's not real. That's not real. (laughs) And then finally, the last piece, burn it and make it swim. (laughs) With the straight face. With the straight face. And the flight attendant had to say, we serve... Just regular drinks here, ma'am. Do you like your job? She literally said that. Do you like your job? The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Took her ass to United. That's what. <laughs> hey, real for real. <laughs> I had to get up and almost tell this white woman, "Hey, I'm you about to be do that." You like to fly? You no. <laughs> you you about to flight. be? You about to be that closer to the Lord? You better humble yourself. <laughs> we about to be up in them clouds next to your great aunt or whoever. <laughs> you better humble yourself because I need to get the fuck to where I'm going. <laughs> For real. Now, let me end this with black people. Black people. Y'all got to come to the front because y'all niggas love staying out of the shadows. Black people. And this is a Pacific black people. TSA black people. TSA black people. I'm, I'm glad you got that job. That's a federal government job. Y'all make some great money. But TSA black people. Let me explain to you one thing. You have three letters. You work for the federal government. 
PSA does not mean CIA. <laughs> it does not mean FBI. And it don't mean no goddamn special victims unit. Stop fucking checking me like you Olivia Benson. For real. Y'all don't do white people like that, but y'all do black people like that. You want to go through all my shit, have every layer of my book bag open. I can't do this. No. Well, you just said why. They do all that complaining. Why don't you start complaining like them? Nigga. They will sit It doesn't there. go as far. It don't go that far. They will give me a full on colonoscopy. Did you <laughs> did you offer to call their boss for them? That's uh, what you gotta do. I don't I don't have that type of That's what white people black, do. Black you people, gotta get there. Black people don't have that type of time. Now this is a true story and I'm done. I was on my I can't remember where I was on my way through this time. But the black lady TSA, you know, they got checking in, look at your ID and stuff. Are you headed to Miami or Atlanta? Excuse me? Which one are you going to, sir? Can you fucking see on the ticket that there is no Atlanta International Airport, nor is there Miami Dade? Boarding pass and ID. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you have to stop. Tr- Listen, I get it. You got great jobs, but stop acting like that. Stop treating us like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm happy for you. But don't sit up here and treat me like the only places a nigga can go is Atlanta and Miami. Fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, for real. Y'all, bottom moral of the story is, white folks, y'all got to act humble. And black folks, y'all got to stop banging like y'all the CIA. Y'all are the TSA, not the CIA, not the FBI. Stop investigating niggas at the airport. We just, first of all, black people don't fly too much, so we just happy to be there. For real. I'm done. It's time to get on with the show. See, the problem is, well, your next flight, you're going to get an anal tickle. Yeah. Somebody's going to check you extra no, they hard. They hear, they hear you now. They man. hear you. Get they ready. just going to ban my ass. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. All right. It's time to move on with the show. Uh, let's get into real quick uh, this uh, Russell Westbrook move. He is in okay. Houston. Uh, well, he got something to say, don't he? Huh? I thought you had something, Kalik. Oh, that's right. Kalik, I'm so sorry. Kalik, go ahead with Look, your PSA. Look, I don't got the same energy as that PSA. <laughs> So we're going to move on to Russell. I'm going to bring it up at some point, but we're going to leave it as hot on the mic as that. Let's bring up Russell. He putting all his clothes back on. Uh-huh. I'm not being judged we'll no just, more. <laughs> your Uber's outside. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as far as uh, the free agency goes with the NBA, you know, we don't want to dig in too deep about it. If, if you don't know what's happened in the last couple of weeks, you know, find an ESPN app, find a Bleacher Report app, Google who you need to Google. Well, where the hell it's, you been at? You know, like, right. It's been a crazy-ass summer. Exactly. For NBA-wise, it has been a very crazy summer. Now, I will say, um, with, you know, picking up what Will was talking about, the whole Russell Westbrook move to Houston. Now, fellas, everyone at the round table, what do y'all think about it? Do y'all think uh, Houston will get any further than what they've gone, or it doesn't really matter? No, they're still allowed in the semifinals at West Western Conference Finals. Like, y'all remember that episode of uh, Fairly Odd Parents? <laughs> was uh, when they were going to Alaska? What's the name of that team? The Ball Hawks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my ball to share. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Russ and Harden gonna be in the middle of the court fighting over that damn ball. They ain't played each other in how many years? Was man at least I think seven years now? Yeah. About seven years. It, it's not gonna work, man. It's not realistic. And I mean, it didn't really work well with him and Chris Paul either. But this is a worse case. This is worse. I think this is a rushed move. I think Houston, Houston already said that is, is like, just give us anything. Houston fishing. They trying to get yeah, Houston fish. We'll take the stars and we'll figure it out later. The best fit. I mean, not even being biased. I think the best fit was actually the Pistons. But you know, 
Uh, we'll see how this works. I digress. What do you think, Will? I think I still got them maybe four-fifth spot, you know, as far as in the West. But I'm going to say this. Don't be surprised if there's breaking news that Houston Rockets sign a basketball because clearly both them niggas can't share one. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take the Will is on one today. What do you think, man? I don't know, man. I think uh, as, as far as like Russ and James Harden goes, I think that's too much ego for one team. I think, you know, again, like Will just said, they're going to have to sign a fucking basketball because there's no <laughs> way that both of them is, you know, going to be taking game-winning shots. And it's, it's, it's one of those things, man, where if, if you a Houston exec or even just executive anywhere, you're looking at this move and wondering, one, why they made it, two, what they hope to accomplish with it. Because I just don't see them even really competing in the West on that level when you got Kawhi, Paul George, and Pat Beverly, you know, on one team. I mean, I don't care who they switch off of. You getting a lockdown defender anywhere you go. So it's a desperation I th- move. I think. I think the biggest optimism that you can have with what Houston Rockets have right now is going to be chemistry. The big reason why this thing got pulled off is because Harden facilitated it. Ain't no way that they getting Russell without Harden saying, "Yeah, I want that dude." They've known each other since they were ten years old. So they got the chemistry. They love each other. They played in OKC together. They had chemistry. Mm-hmm. Now the biggest difference is Harden was coming off the bench. Let's, let's change. They weren't MVPs at that point either. <laughs> Still, you don't lose your love for your brother just because double. you play for a different team. I can I can love my brother and not play with him. That's not happening in the NBA right now. I'm saying you playing with your brother. You playing with your your ace boom. You playing with your best friend. So when you got something like that, now it's on Mike D'Antoni to figure out. Because yes, I agree. How the fuck is this shit going to work out when Mike D'Antoni, all he wants to do is feed it to James Harden and shoot threes? Russell's not a three-point shooter. They think he shot 29% this year? But that's that's where it'll fall apart. It won't fall apart because of James and Russ. It'll fall apart because, like we said on the previous show, Mike D'Antoni is a garbage coach. Anyway. So instead of focusing now on one player, he's got two. And just leave the rest of the team stagnant. Well, he's going to have to figure that out. And now the Rockets (laughs) are trying to fish and trying to get Iguodala from Memphis. Ooh. Good role player, but I mean, good, great role player, what if the owner did this shit on purpose? Because he was going to make, he was going to give Dan Antonio an incentive. He's going to pay him five mil and then give you a mil each round you advance. So, nigga, if you can't figure out this year, you gone. I so can now that. I can get a now I can get a great coach, <laughs> yeah. to figure out both of these minds and take us to that next level. But what great coach? You know what, Blake? McMillan can get a. McMillan can get a. If the Pistons had a head coaching vacancy, I would hire you before Mike D'Antoni. Well, well, I agree. Well, and there's been two great Any coaches. Other, other coach, it, I, well, there's been two great coaches this year. You would never thought of one in Toronto, one in Milwaukee. Yeah, Pat McMillan. Everyone knew he was a good coach, but he did a we damn know, good what job. What is it? A Mike was Mike was good though. He comes from a, a long staff. I think he used to work on the pop. He did. Yeah, he was always going to be great. He was great in Atlanta too, though. But right, let's say we had this conversation last year, and something else happened, and we say, "Now, who's the great coach? Someone's going to sign. No one's going to come up with a name. You don't know one. No, because definitely nobody would have thought Nick Nurse. Yeah, Nick Nurse. Like, <laughs> no way. We'll see how great he is now. Like it'll yeah. show how great he is now. Because I mean, obviously, you do need great players. You know, great players and a great coach go hand in hand. But that's why Popovich is so great. Because, yeah, yeah, San Antonio hadn't won a championship, what has it been, six years now? Mm. But they always found a way to get into the playoffs. He just mm-hmm. need, They just need to make moves to get him some players so they can get back to where they need to be. Quick question. Would you call San Antonio the New England of the NBA? I Not can't call them no. No. because New England. They're more like the Steelers. The, the difference with 
The, okay, that's better. If okay, okay. that's way better. The, the New England comparison is good if you if you're talking about the head coaches because mm. I think Belichick and Popovich have the same mindset on how to run a team. Take no prisoners. Bingo. How to become successful. As far as the success of the organizations is different because the Patriots, you're going to guarantee them being there. You're not going to guarantee them being there with San Antonio. You could even say, okay, yeah, the Patriots kind of lost X, Y, and Z. They're not going to be there. Well, they don't they, got I mean, a, they going to be there. And they don't got a Tom Brady anymore. Their Tom Brady was Tim Duncan. Yeah, and Tim Duncan's not there anymore. And they had Kawhi, who was an up-and-coming superstar, but I think he's no longer the there. The Patriots yeah. would be more like, as far as longevity, as a no, they wouldn't be Golden State. They would be more like, if we're talking about today, nobody. But if we're talking about in general, just time of history, they'll be more like the Bulls. Yeah, they'd be like the Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah, they'd be the Bulls. Phil Jackson. The Bulls. Chicago. I mean, I mean, yep. if you want to go further back, then you could say the Celtics. I was going to say maybe the Lakers. <laughs> of the but I think if we're going to go in general, just always dominant. Yeah. Dominant. It would, yeah, it would have to. It would have to be the Bulls. But okay. I mean, as far as Bulls or the Celtics. But as far as the the whole topic, it's going to be interesting to see what the Houston Rockets do with mm. the pieces that they have going forward. And trying to see what Russ and Harden can bring to the table in a loaded Western Conference now. It's going to be interesting now. It's going to be entertaining as fuck. To move on. They'll at least give us that. Quickly, just to to kind of go through a review of what has happened in the past couple of weeks. You got Kawhi and Paul George on the Clippers with Doc Rivers. Major Mm -hmm. moves. Pat Bev came back. They Mm -hmm. still have Zubac. Um, They have a nice little bench as far as um, Harrell and Williams is concerned. How far do you think they go? Just brief. Well, is Western Conference Finals for them a real? Is that realistic? Yeah, it's realistic. Anywhere, any, I think anywhere you got Kawhi on one team, you can expect a Western Conference. I mean, you finals. got the two best two way players in the league. Why wouldn't they? Well, I was gonna say, man, and you also you you literally have three of the best on ball defenders on one team. Like, yeah, come, I mean, starting together. That's what I'm saying. So like, you're one through three, man. You can forget about it. You call a switch on that. You know, you call a pick and roll. You you move away from Kawhi, and all of a sudden Paul George in front of you. You, you call another switch and Pat Beverly in front of you with the black Air Force Ones. So it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. the middle school days. <laughs> Take it back to 04. <laughs> no, but that's right. No, you're right. I mean, I think we can all agree Western Conference Finals, you know. But the Western I, Conference in general this in this year coming ridiculous. up. I mean, yeah. overall NBA season. Yeah, the Eastern Conference also boosted up too. But yeah, the Western sure. Conference Finals, because a lot of people are going to discredit and forget that. Portland still stayed together. Yeah. And with the big argument that you guys have with having a team that stays together and don't move nowhere, they didn't lose nobody really. But you know what? They got white side and they still got the same the, squad. The problem with Portland, and you know I love Damian Lillard because I love, you know, his tenacity of, okay, I'm going to do it on my own. But the problem is, again, this goes back to what you and I say all the time, they're not getting him any help to go forward. Now, they did get to the Western Conference Finals last year and got swept by Golden State, which – I wasn't even expecting them to go that far. I actually had Denver going to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. But I think now, I mean, Damian Lillard has a lot to prove. They did add Hassan Whiteside. If they could get a decent forward in there to go along with him and McCollum, then maybe you can start talking about that needle going in the other direction. But right now it's just kind of on half. Well, you that, just don't know. That's literally well, you, got a, you got another year of Rodney Hood coming. And so now he's going he's to stay with he's them. Good. Yeah, he's good. And then don't discount team chemistry. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because now they'll have something that most other teams don't have out of the gate. They know how to play together. Right. And okay. that's going to th- that, that's gonna make moves in the postseason. I think we did talk about that because Portland, they are literally just one player away. 
Yeah, it's just are. one, just one player away. One decent yeah. to me, one decent to all star player away. Seriously, well, I'm just gonna say you remember the runs they used to have when wasn't Lamarcus Aldridge on them teams? Lamarcus yeah, Aldridge. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so they gotta have a, a nice little post player. And what they got, Nurkic, right? They got yeah. White Side. Yeah, White Side. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I think they might actually go. I don't know, man. The West is. Stacked, stacked, it's hard. Stacked. Now, we haven't even spoke on the Lakers. Now, okay, I was gonna say I was gonna bring that. In, I was gonna bring that up. Now again, so another another topic that I don't want to be, you know, No, the moves they made, they did good. They did well. They did well for not they, being. They able got their plan they, B. They did well for not being well, able to get Kawhi Leonard. I do have one question: When AD plays his fiftieth game and he gets injured in that game, what's the plan after that? Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing with the Lakers that asterisk like you need everybody healthy for this to work, including Boogie Cousins. Mm-hmm. So everyone has to be healthy for this to work, and it it could work. I'm telling you, AD gonna look at that calendar. Oh, I'm coming up on fifty. I guess I gotta get hurt this game. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is the starting lineup, man. It look it look like they a tall lineup, but it just looking balanced, man. It look weird because they got. They moving Kuzma to the three because LeBron going to the one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you, you got two players now playing out of position. I'm not so much worried about LeBron, but Kyle Kuzma stepping into that three role where now he, gonna, he might have the ball in his hands a little bit more than he did as a four. But think about this, though. If Golden State, whenever Golden State plays the Lakers, they're not going to have Steph Curry check LeBron James. So that rotation is going to be really interesting to see who how this is going to work. But you know what? It's – it's kind of a situation, too. LeBron's not as fast as he used to be. He's not as good a defender as he used to be. Is he going to chase everybody off those screens? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be hard for him, too. No, it's not. They're going to have to have hella perfect rotation. That's what I'm saying. It's well, not going to be well, all well, sunshine see, well, see, for LeBron, that's, either. That's what they did, though. When they went out and acquired the free agency that they did, they acquired some free agents that can play some D. Like, mm-hmm. getting yeah. Danny Avery Green, Bradley, getting uh, Danny Green was huge. Getting yeah, Avery, Avery Bradley, Bradley was huge. huge. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think again, Miguel will give you, McGee will give McGee, you a little yeah, something McGee, on the defense. Yeah, I think Davis girl, will give you something on the defense. LeBron will turn it on when he wants to. Did they get Rondo back? Yeah, they did get yeah, Rondo back. Rondo back so, I mean, the team, I, I say it's going to be LA, LAC and LAL. Oh, I think so. The Lakers and the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. And then you just kind of. And the Lakers in the Finals. This is the first. Oh, so I th- I'm giving Clippers the edge, though. I'm not. Yeah. This is the first I'm year Clippers you gave edge. LeBron an entire offseason to rest and get but his body back. You got to think about it this way the Clippers have the sixth man of the year coming off the bench. Then they got the My Finals MVP in their roster. Then you got another MVP candidate. On there too, you got the two best two-way players in the league on the starting lineup together. Yeah, but you got one person who's proven in Kawhi. PG has had a great postseason, but come up short when it matters. I mean, you but in those situations, it was proven. never PG. It was never his fault. Think about the year that they were supposed to win with the Pacers. Whose fault was it? Why was Roy Hibbert not in that game in the last? What was it? Last minute, they took Roy Hibbert out. LeBron comes in for the easy. Easy. Well, I'm not talking about the pace. I'm talking about what's current right now. If you want to put PG on that manistool of what's going to happen next year, what did he do last year? And well, we can say the same thing about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. We can say the exact same thing about who in there before outside of LeBron and they, Rondo. Who's proven? They got rid of everybody. Nobody's proven on that team. Okay, Kyle Kuzma's never even been. I'll to take the my chances before. with LeBron coaching up AD. I don't know. Kawhi I gotta, and PG playing together. I can't say that they have more. They have more playoff experience on that Clippers team. And they got. And they got. McGee's Doc. proven. McGee well, also. I will say this though. Doc, and you got Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. 
So that's a, that's a legendary coaching pedigree within itself. Man. So now it's Frank Vogel's going to start a little bit, but more than likely Frank Vogel's going to leave. I think probably midseason, hey, sometime during the season. Frank and Frank Jason Kidd's going to start. And Frank Vogel was that coach for the Pacers team, who's and he was that coach for the Pacers yeah. team. Don't discount. Don't discount Frank Vogel. I, I think no. I, but but look, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> don't discount mm-hmm. Frank Vogel. But you also got Jason Kidd. Frank Vogel's just a headpiece. They really want Jason Kidd to be the head coach. Okay, and Jason Kidd did an excellent job in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee, so he's been known for his player development. I'm being sarcastic. He did an okay job in Milwaukee. That was his first year. You can be a, you can do an okay so job. So we're talking about Doc Rivers, who has experience, a championship. What's the, what's the last thing Doc Rivers him to Jason Kidd? What's the last thing you bringing up Doc Rivers to give him an automatic championship? He had I'm all these players, right? I didn't say they get automatic. Chris That's Paul, right? not what I he said. He had Blake Griffin, right? Dog, Chris Paul is proving he can't do did shit. Did he win a championship with any, any one of those people? Chris Paul ain't won shit with nobody. Okay, <laughs> then. I don't want to hear that Doc Rivers argument going into next year. I'm saying. In the wild. But I'm saying. We're talking about comparing experience. No, no. Clippers have no. more championship I, I experience. Think Kalik, I think Kalik they is trying to talk about playoff experience. <laughs> We're talking about current. More playoff experience. No, seriously, though. If you, if you are talking current, the Clippers do have been to the playoffs like twice. They okay. Have more playoff experience. They have more playoff experience. You're going to tell me you're going to put them next up to LeBron, who has the most playoff experience out of all of them, and pick them over a LeBron-led team. But that's LeBron. You, you give that you give that man a little bit more respect than that if you're going up against we LeBron. Doing that? LeBron got one more championship than Kawhi. <laughs> but see, here's the thing: when LeBron one plays in the postseason, he goes to the finals. True or not? I mean, true or not? I mean, based on his uh, base, based on his on the last year, no, no, he got injured. He didn't go to the playoffs at all. But when, when he's still in the seventh, when spot, he's in he the playoffs, <laughs> and they were in the third spot before he got hurt. So you shouldn't they went back up? They no, because you got hurt LeBron. people being afraid about being traded. So that messed up the entire chemistry for the entire season. Who did that? <laughs> Doesn't did matter. That. <laughs> well, well, you might get traded. So it's, you came to my squad, you have to fuck it up. And I'm but supposed Kalik, to be all I mean, good you gotta remember That's why they fucked up now. Khalid, you got to remember, and I get it, this is the NBA. All those guys were young. What does that do for their self-confidence that I'm going to be traded? What in the world do I want to win for here if you're going to let me go? And now all of them are in New Orleans together. So let's see what they do in New Orleans. Well, well, I, well, I guess, well, I guess my- but when Bond gets in the postseason, he goes to the finals. Until that's proven otherwise, I'm giving but, them the edge. But but it's not the same. Because here's the case. If LeBron was on the West side, if let's say Cleveland hypothetically was on the West, would they have gone to the finals? No. 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 But you were going to the finals the and getting so finals for a long so time. time. No, but now, time, you but now you want to compare this team that he has orchestrated but right now right to now. a Cleveland team he had in the East. Which I say two of the times you went to the postseason, he had nobody. Okay, but he let that team himself. LeBron's whole career, he was on the East, where it was a fucking cakewalk to get there. Now, the West is balanced and it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Because you still can't. And you still can't count out Golden State. Going to say that. Um, I mean, not this season, but you still can't count them out. I don't know, though, man. I mean, D'Angelo Russell, he, he got a burner, too. He ain't Clay Thompson, but. I think Golden State's going to be coach. fine this year. Yeah. But I'm, They'll I'm, be fine. My thing is, I'm not discrediting, discrediting See, LeBron at all. What I'm saying is, and that's and that's that's where this this is where this is getting off the ledge. Nobody is discrediting discrediting his like LeBron's legacy or what he's done the last 
10 years. Nobody is saying that. But what we're saying is, okay, we're, we're comparing. Okay, we're going to compare teams right now. This is what we're doing. We're comparing teams. We're talking about the current Los Angeles Clippers team with Kawhi Leonard, who's been to the finals, who's been proven to knock teams off with experience. Including you have Paul LeBron. George, who yeah. has playoff experience. Yeah. You have Pat Beverly, who has playoff experience. They have a full team and probably the best defensive team in the league. And again, we all know defense wins championships. And then I got to say, Clippers got a better bench. Now, again, yeah. I, I'm not saying that both teams are not going to get to the Western Conference Finals. I didn't say that. I agree but, with that. But what I'm saying is... Just giving the Lakers the edge just based off of LeBron when, okay, that's fine. Every time LeBron has been to the playoffs since he's joined Miami, yes, he's gone to the finals prior to that. No. But the thing about it is now you're talking about putting him up against a player that can check him in Kawhi Leonard, a player that can check him in Paul George. Like Brendan was just saying, okay, so cool. LeBron gets going. LeBron going to do what he's going to do. You, can't, you only can hope to maintain LeBron. You will never slow LeBron down. That's cool, but who's checking AD? You can... I mean, it's one the basketball. bench when his ass gets injured. One basketball. <laughs> it's one basketball. I mean, it's it, thing. It, you really think this motherfucker's gonna be on the bench in the postseason? Yes, because he's gonna be hurt. Okay, okay, conversation okay, over. Okay, no, okay, I'm, no, I'm, statistics okay, prove okay, this nigga gets I, hurt right, every right, single I, year. That's fine. He's playing. And we're talking about experience. What's AD's experience? That's cool. Playoffs. He's playing in New Orleans when they shared the same training staff as. I'm not doing that because I'm sick of that shit because he had a team in New Orleans. I'm sick of that shit. He had a team, but facts is facts. Your train, you got the same training staff experience that you're sharing with the Saints. He did. He did have. I mean, he did have a hell of a squad. I mean, it wasn't. Like great, but he had a decent squad in New Orleans. Go, going back to this, I'm, I don't think we're giving Kawhi Leonard enough credit. That's my. That's point. what. That's what my I'm guy saying. Beat. I mean, he beat the 76ers. He. I mean, the Bucks. Who the hell would have thought that they was going to beat the Bucks the way they was running? They had the Greek Freak going nuts this year. If the Cavs had played them, the Cavs team that LeBron James had with Kyrie and Kevin Love, I don't think they beat the Bucks. Because the Bucks, they was they was mean this year, man. They was manhandling people. Everybody was it like they was like the only sixty win team, wasn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You cannot honestly say that that a team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, who and, and Paul George took a team himself. The same he was way the third in the MVP. Cup, that's what I'm saying. He he is a known proven leader. No, he didn't get the chip. But he definitely took that Indiana team toe to toe with Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the only reason they lost. We're going to see what happens in the Western Conference Finals. The only thing I'm saying it is not guaranteed. I don't think it's close to even being guaranteed that the Lakers go to the finals. Because you still got that. That's cool. I have to see how this season goes. But I think in better position right now, I'm not going to count out. I'm not going to count out a LeBron led team with experience. Danny Green has experience. Rondo has experience. LeBron has experience. They got McGee has experience. They both have playoff experience. That's That's what I'm saying. their playoff experience is not the same. It's not of the same caliber. Just like LeBron James' playoff experience is not of the same caliber as a Rondo. You can't. You cannot say LeBron's playoff experience is the same as Rondo's when LeBron led his team. So Lakers, Clippers, playoff experience in the past two seasons. But, not, but this is a different Clippers team, right? It's not the same Clippers. This is team. a different Lakers team. It's not the same but, Lakers but team. It's but you talking up, dog. If we was concerned when the Lakers didn't get Kawhi, we was like, "What the fuck are they going to do?" And then they planned accordingly. And then they ended up with and they injured get, they, Boogie Cousins, who averaged what eleven. Don't nobody Boogie, Boogie Cousins. Cousins. I'm not bringing up in this. Like, and then but okay, he's still going to start. He's still going to be a starter. Right. 
Anthony Davis ain't enough himself. I don't care if he if he with LeBron. See, here's my thing, real quick. Clippers versus the Lakers. You have, and I hate to say this, you're going to have experience versus versus marketed. You're going to have the Lakers marketed way more than the Clippers because the NBA or somebody's going to try it's to Lakers push nation. the Lakers more than they are the Clippers. But don't be surprised if you actually see the Clippers as the one to take LA. And I don't think I don't think Kalik is saying he is going to be surprised. I get exactly what Kalik is saying is why I've been kind of mute on this conversation. What I'm bringing up is two teams, two head coaches, a bunch of players, and we're talking about playoff experience. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tip my hat off to Doc Rivers, then Frank Vogel, because Frank Vogel couldn't get it done against the Miami Heat. So I'm going to give it to Doc easily. Now I'm looking at two, two again, two starting fives. Okay, you got LeBron. Again, like I said, I will give LeBron his props all day. LeBron's number one. I'm giving LeBron I'm giving his props one. all day. I'm not, y'all hear it first. I'm giving LeBron his props. What I am saying is, looking at the way the roster, the way the Clippers put their roster together, nobody in their right mind knew Paul George was going to the Clippers. Nobody in this room could say they knew Paul George was going there. No. Almost averaged 30 a clip last year and was one of the best, if not the best defensive player in the league last year. So now what I'm saying is you have a team where, like Blake said, we're not calling them the best players in the NBA, but damn, they're close. As far as being the two-way players in the league, you got two of the best in the league. To go along with Pat Beverly, to go along with Montrez Harrell, to go along with Pat Beverly and Zubac, you have a strong team there. Now, the Lakers, yes, they did incredible with what they with what they had left. I wasn't expecting them to make the moves they made at all. But to pick up Boogie, anybody kinda knew he everybody kinda knew he was going there. I mean it kinda it makes sense. Mm-hmm. They got A D. They still got Kuzma, which I still think we don't give him enough credit either. But they mm-hmm. still have Kyle Kuzma as well. They really still don't have a point guard outside of we're saying we're going to let LeBron be the point no. guard, which is fine. We never had a point guard on LeBron team. He is the point guard. Well, I mean, I get it. I mean, they lines of balls point guard before. Kyrie, but, I'm Kyrie, 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 but, but I'm, Kyrie was his best one. But, okay, and right. he, he could defer to Kyrie. No, no for sure. Yeah. But what I'm, what, yeah. what I'm saying is I'm just saying on the team now. So then you look at their bench. Yes, they added Avery Bradley, who can play defense, but his offense is horrendous. Then you got Danny Green, who is great. Yeah, he shot at a 45% clip great for three. Player. But again, in the playoffs... Danny who? You know what I'm saying? Who the hell was Danny Green? He was definitely a non-factor. So, what I'm looking at, again, is two teams with a bunch of playoff experience. It might be kind of close to call right now because an injury, one injury can change both teams. Hell, Kawhi can get injured, Paul George can get injured, the season goes down the toilet. But what I'm saying is I don't think it's just a guarantee for the Lakers to get to the finals outside of you saying history for LeBron getting back to the finals, which is fine. I just think... Looking at the teams and the, the trajectory of the rosters, Kawhi and Paul George can be enough to slow LeBron down. Okay, you say who's going to stop Paul? Anthony Davis. You can put one of those guys on Anthony Davis. You can. But here, I think what you're all getting confused at, I'm going to say guarantee because that's my opinion. Right. I'm a LeBron fan. I call that and I'm going to book it. Okay. If you feel a certain way, that's fine. You don't have to agree with me. But I'm going to give the edge. I mean, my job to is to tell Lakers. you I don't agree, I, which is cool. <laughs> and we're going to go back and forth I about. It. I will and we're going to share Hennessy over it afterwards. <laughs> I will say this, Khalid. If you look back at the teams that LeBron took all the way to the all the way there to the finals, he has always had to have somebody else who can handle that rock too on his team. Man, that's he don't AD. have that here. That's AD. Not the way that Dwayne Wade can handle the uh, Kyrie Irving. 
I no. mean, we talk about folks doing it from distance and you know doing it from 25 30 feet on their own I'll say this much it's going to be interesting true. that's a good nah, I ain't about that. that's a good point in the past LeBron has not Chris done Bosch. well with a Paul power forward that's what I'm saying Kevin Love non-existent Chris Bosh non-existent outside of his three shooting I mean, but now you're going to tell me they're going to force Anthony Davis, too, out to the perimeter and DeMarcus Cousins? No, that's a pick-and-roll option right there. Right, but who is he kicking it out to outside of Danny Green for that three that you know is going down? The problem they're going to have with the Clippers is speed. That's going to be a problem for them. Well, he just brought up a good point, and I didn't think about that. LeBron has – he does need a second ball handler. And he doesn't have it. That's technically Rondo. Well, it's technically Rondo because Rondo's not going to give you a bunch of points. But but when it comes to – when it comes to – when it comes to his IQ, no. Wait, wait. He's one of my favorite point guards. I know, but I'm saying. I just think LeBron should start at the two. And but I'm saying when it comes, I think that makes. If your thing is ball handling, whatever. Rondo's gonna bring the ball down the court. Who's your projected starting lineup then? LeBron, AD, Kuzma. Are we talking? I'm not talking. I'm talking about in order from point guard to center. It's probably gonna be Bradley at the two. No, think Bradley's going to start? No, Danny Green. No. You think Danny, Danny Green? Danny, Danny Green starting. Danny Green's going to start. I would start Bradley. He shoots better way. He shoots way better than Bradley. Yeah, yeah and but he can play defense. defense is the same. Yeah. And his defense is the What's, same. What's um, Kuzma's uh, So if they're moving Kuzma. Like 30%. LeBron, Danny, Kuz, AD, Boogie. I'm gonna take Shannon Sharp. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take what Shannon Sharp said. I don't think Boogie start. I think JaVale starts. Boogie no, Boogie got to start. That's just my opinion. I, Boogie shouldn't. Boogie, Boogie shouldn't start. They'll he's start him to. for name. Yeah. He's and they'll see start. what he does. Right. They'll probably split minutes, but Boogie, right. Boogie got to start. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It's kind of like the same thing with Reggie Jackson. I think Derrick Rose. I think they're going to split. Hey, it's Kylan Sims. Come on, man. Bring your big bearded ass yeah. up in here. Stuck in traffic and shit. Bring your ass in here. Sit down. We having to talk What's about going you. What's chill? Now, we're going to get you in on this conversation before we move on. We were talking about free agency in the Lakers. We kind of got into a little heated debate. You're a Lakers fan. He's a LeBron fan, but you are a true blue Lakers fan in this room. We're ta- we're talking about the Western Conference Finals being the Clippers and the Lakers. And I said it's a guarantee that and LeBron's going to go see, he's to the gar- He's guaranteeing the Lakers going to the finals based off of LeBron's history because when LeBron has been in the playoffs outside of 2010, he's going to the finals and who they have. I'm saying I don't. it's too close to call, but based on the Clippers roster defensively, two of the best two-way players in the league with Pat Beverly, you got Louis Williams coming off the bench, Montrez Harrell, and Zubac. It's kind of hard to say. So, what do you think in your opinion? And you're a Lakers fan. Like we said, healthy LeBron and the star, that's an automatic ticket to the conference finals. I know he already do it in the East, but I mean, the West, he got, he got Anthony Davis doing it with him. So, but it's a, it's a perimeter league now. And like you just said, you probably got three of the top. Ten, if not three of the top seven or top five perimeter defenders on the same team with the three times six men of the year off the bench. And then Kawhi and Paul George themselves, they can play two through four themselves. So there's a lot of versatility. It's a lot they can do. And I was breaking it down coach as well. You got Doc Rivers, a proven championship pedigree head coach, who we all know can coach the hell out of a team defensively. We know that. That Celtics team was disgusting back in 08 yeah, until they came apart. Then you got Frank Vogel in, in the Lakers who couldn't get the Pacers past Miami. But it, it's a great coach. I, I like Frank Vogel. I have mm-hmm. no issues with it. I think Jason Kidd as an assistant is great as well. They'll be solid on defense. Too. I think they'll be solid on defense as well. Yeah. We're just looking at, like I said, this is Kalik speaking as being a LeBron fan as far as the guarantee is concerned. Obviously, no one in this room really knows. But based upon track records, based upon rosters and the teams coming together, in your opinion, 
if you could see it, you know, I, I could say it would go seven games, but who could you see in the finals? Keep in mind, you got an entire offseason where LeBron just rested him, just worked out. I put it to you like this. If Cousins doesn't at least come back doing at least 16 and 8, because you got to consider, they already said AD and Brian are going to sit 10, 15 games just to make sure they solid. You already know AD under clutch force, he's going to do the same thing Brian's going to do. No, you talking about player? They talking about yeah. that, that player management? About low management. Well, he said everybody for the postseason, yeah. Yeah, so, well, but then, so I'm consider also because those bigs have to get used to playing off of LeBron, too. That take a minute. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying they won't get it. But I'm, I believe they will. But, it, but with LeBron, when he always gets a new cast, it takes a month or two, to be honest. It's about a month or two. And then I'm going to throw my wild card in there. Utah is cold as hell. Mm-hmm. Please don't sleep. And then, and then Denver, gets, Denver kept um, uh, Millsap and they get Michael Porter Jr. back this year. Yes, Y'all sir. Think it's too hard to and say right now. With the and list. then they trying to trade for Eagle Dollar regardless of whether he – because mm-hmm. I know he just had a hamstring injury. So they said, well, we want, they want Eagle Dollar back. I do not sleep on Denver or Utah. So <clears> that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm – Denver one, Clippers two. Utah three, Lakers four. Oh, so you going with standings? Yeah, that's that, that's how I really, that's how really how I look at it, really. Because I'm not sold on Westbrook and, and Harden. Yet. I know they cool, they friends, and in a in a in a great world when two MVPs together they can work it together. But <laughs> we've already said it. Yeah, I'm know. not trusting that. He's so seven gonna have to get another ball because one is not gonna do. This you miss you missed this fool said the, the Houston Rockets got to sign another bat they got to sign a they basketball literally sign, they literally have to sign they a basketball. To sign a basketball they got two on the court at the same time sign Spartan <laughs> no they can sign that no you know they can sign, sign to a two way no, no, they, no, they, they can sign a composite ball when they was cutting their fingers ten years oh ago. yeah right oh, when they tried for like two what yeah. two weeks or something that's some crazy yeah. shit that was David Stern's league that nigga wrong fuck David Stern bro that nigga David Stern was David Stern wouldn't have all this all this demand trade shit. No! <laughs> okay, so AD has to still be in New Orleans. <laughs> no. Hell no. Yeah. LeBron, no. Yo, man, Shit, man, we clean. need David Stern yeah. ass back. These small no. market teams no. are doing no. better. It was a balance then. So, it was. It was a balance when David Stern was in the league. You wasn't having that Chris Ball to L.A. shit? Nah, he, nah. he rejected that shit. So, Western Conference is going to be stacked. Eastern Conference should be very interesting still. But where do the Pistons fall? All right, now, hold on. We're going to open up the doors. Hold on, chill. You wasn't here. This is why Brendan is here. He has a rant. Rob Beard and Vincent Ellis, I want you to hear this because Brendan got something for you. He got his gun cocked and loaded, and he's about to shoot. Here you go, Brendan. Mike is yours, dog. First of all, like my man KP here said, Rob Beard and Vincent Ellis, I am convinced that they are the absolute worst beat writers in the entire country, it don't make sense for them to be on Twitter talking shit about. Oh, I don't give a damn, but the Pistons go zero and eighty two next season. You need he to check your. Yeah, like, he did say who that. Give too. a fuck. What do you mean? If you don't want the team to win, then don't cover them, man. Period. If you're not going to be homegrown like that and enjoy your team, this is a small market. Fans here are itching for some wins. We itching, itching to see a good product on the Scratch. court, man. We, we, we tired of it, bro. We done seen it since 2008 with the Allen Iverson trade. We done seen, you know, our team just, you know, miss the postseason. And and win, you know, maybe 30, you know, if they lucky, 38 games or something like that. On a good year. Exactly. And so it's understandable, man. I see, I see from both perspectives why people wanted Russell Westbrook and why people didn't. I understand the contract issues and all that stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man – you cannot tell me that you would have liked to see or you're okay 
with seeing Luke Kennard and Reggie Jackson back on the floor for another season. When when the thought of combining Russell Westbrook, even though he be laying bricks sometimes, that type of leadership, that type of tenacity on the floor with somebody hungry like Blake Griffin. Trey would have ate that shit up. That's what I'm saying. Trey he would have had buffs. Up. And, like, after the first game, he would have had buffs. After the summer league when he came <laughs> just all wild and shit. <laughs> I guess the biggest issue I had with them was they were giving no alternative solutions to that shit. It was just like, so we don't get Russ. Then what happens? You That's just wait. Right. Wait for what? Right. <laughs> like, what are they, we waiting for? They're <laughs> killing me with this. Oh, you know, a younger player might become available. D'Angelo Russell or Bradley Bill. The fuck make you think the Golden State Warriors is about to give up D'Angelo Russell for who? Especially when Clay is hurt. Andre Drummond. Because the thing is, Golden State doesn't need That's what cap I'm space because they get cap space. It's nothing they can do with it. That's they have what to I'm like. Saying. There's nothing they can do with cap the, space. The biggest thing Brendan was saying was, if you if if we can't move Andre Drummond now, why in the hell would Golden State willingly take Andre Drummond? That's actually a good point. Why would they take for D'Angelo Russell? Why would you take that? And then that How just runs into Andre another Drummond problem. The Warriors? That runs into another problem. Like Westbrook being this quote unquote brick master, whatever you want to call him, would have worked out fine with Drummond because Drummond's the top rebounder in the league. That's my whole point. And on top of that, it would take the ball out of Blake's hands. So his usage rate goes down. So now he can go further into the postseason, you know, winning if they make it. But I mean, you have my man hobbling out there, damn near in a wheelchair with crutches or something like that, <laughs> trying to play, trying to check Giannis. Damn near, he exaggerated. He became the Detroit elite at that point. That's damn, what I'm he saying. go anywhere in Detroit. That game my man up there, look, it's Blade Icewood. Blake Griffin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, but then, I guess something thing I got is they keep complaining about Blake Griffin, too. They're like, well, you got Blake Griffin. And like, what's the problem with Blake Griffin? My argument with that is you have to maximize the nigga while he's here. You yeah, can't. He's, he's not like 25 or 26. He's 30 going on 31. And he he's just, finally getting fully healthy, too. Bingo. And on top of that, he's shown you that he can change his game. There mm-hmm. were only two other players in the NBA that did exactly what he did statistically. One being LeBron, the other being Giannis. Statistic wise, he shot 36% from three from clip and he averaged 24, 8, and 6. That's elite numbers and he was an all star. So, okay, now you say to yourself, okay, we got Blake Griffin and you look at, okay, if y'all ever seen The Temptations when David Ruffin was like, my name is David Ruffin and these are The Temptations, that nigga's name is Blake Griffin and these are the Detroit Pistons. Who else on that team is out there to support and help him? He has nobody (laughs) on that team to help him. Andre Drummond ass is playing all the fucking time, work on that fucking shot. Reggie Jackson, dumbass, dancing all all the fucking time, shooting up bricks. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, if they don't move Reggie Jackson, they need to put him on the bench and start rolls because the best way to maximize Griffin is to get more shooting on the floor. And granted, if you're gonna start Tony Snell with Kemp and Kanara, all that, that's straight. But you still still gonna need another shooter because Drummond still is gonna be floating around the basket, not adding much besides offensive rebounds. Bro, when he's not quote unquote buffed up. Right, but I I want to know too. Just from a fan's perspective, man, what in the hell is Estefanski doing? Because I'm tired of getting this one foot in, one foot out shit. Either we prepare for the future or we want to win now. It can't be both. Like, and in today's league, your windows are small. That's why the Lakers was okay with trading and leveraging, you know, their the future potential. Yeah, for AD. Because they knew, okay, they AD. They want to win now. LeBron, yeah. We'll take our chances now. Fuck it. We might the have to win. trying to do got, both. They, trying, they got this idea that they're going to get those players in two years. Yeah. That, but, they, I mean, they it's. Fooling, man. But, again, the Pistons can have $500 billion worth of fucking cap space. Ain't nobody coming here. Yeah. There is no. See, I, I, this is what I want fans to get out of their mind. Free agency works the way that it works when you have a large market team and is an attractive 
destination for a player to go to. I mean, it's not working for the Knicks. It's random. Well, just one. Well, that's one thing you got. It's a big market. One, two is if it's comfortable like L.A. or Miami or something like that. Three, no taxes. That's another one. Yeah, that's four. What Brooklyn did, you have a strong front office that knows what the hell they're doing. You know, this I mean, is the only guy to fucking gym. And we, yeah, and we don't even have a Jeep Chauncey's out there, but, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, I'm not he ain't, he ain't got no contract me. yet with nobody? No, he don't got no contract with nobody. They don't want him. But see, Tom but that's, the problem. Him that's the problem with Detroit. That's, you know, taking it back to a couple of weeks ago when we was talking about their draft. You know, again, okay, so like Brendan just said, if you're one foot in, one foot out, you trade for Tony Snell, a guy who has a player option that has $12 million to get rid of an expiring contract to John Luehr to pick up the, the 30th pick, the trade the 30th pick for four second round picks. Mm-hmm. And then try and sell us on this Davidis, whatever the hell was that. That, 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 that won't that, come over for two years because yeah. he's too small. Because he's too small. So then you you had three picks. You had the 15th pick, the 30th pick, and then at the think at the time the 45th pick, right? 45th, 45th, so you could have yeah. still got Sekou. You could have took Bo Bo, like me and Blake were saying, or Kevin Porter Jr., who end up going to Cleveland, which that's going to come back to hurt Detroit. Or that would have been your backup center. You know what I'm saying? Bo or, you know, that, that's all. Yeah, you would have had a backup wild. center in Bo. Because now the Pistons are talking about, well, you know, they have some options out there. Paul Gasol, really? Paul Gasol, Don Maker. Come on now. Don Maker going to play backup, bro? Get his bum ass. That's what I'm saying. Team, Why the fuck bro. is he still on the team? I, I, Why did y'all man. trade for him in the first place? Bro, I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. And, and how do we always end up with the Milwaukee Bucks rejects? How? Brandon Jennings. You know what I'm saying? And Brandon was cold when he was here. That, that was like one of my favorite yeah, players. I liked him. I didn't even straight. think about it like that. I still don't get Tony Snell. We had to, Maker, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Harris. Ertz only the sofa. Ertz only the sofa. Y'all trying to bring the wave? The fucking Detroit Bucks. The pipeline. The pipeline, bro. Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, sick. You know what oh. I'm saying? When you think about it. I guess the thing is, it didn't sure, make sense. Why didn't y'all try to get rid of Reggie Jackson? Yeah. No, I don't want to. I was you know what? Everybody missed on Giannis, though. Everybody missed don't, don't even bro. do that. No, bro. No, I say, you might get Giannis. You oh, get the rejects. No, when he's 37, right? Might get Giannis at 37. He's 37. Right. So, we did, since you're talking about the Pistons, we did talk about a potential point guard. Oh, my God. Is there any possibility? For CP, I, CP I know you three. don't want it, but the you Pistons. did, and you did put it in the atmosphere. And you know what your grandma say? Don't put it out there if you don't want the Lord to hear it. All right, it's it. not gonna happen. Let, let me let me explain something here. Let, let me break this down here. I hope y'all all listen. I want to be very clear That's to all you all out there. <laughs> if y'all didn't want Russ, why in the fuck would you want Chris Paul? Can we retweet that? that I know I'm talking about. So you want to talk about contracts? You gonna pick up? Injury prone nigga with a huge contract and don't trade for the nigga that has missed what twelve games in the last five years and that's four years younger and four years younger but you want CP three but you know the Pistons will do this the Pistons they like to kick the tires on old ass players Tracy McGrady Allen Iverson talk about Tracy McGrady they went back and got feelings. Ben Wallace when they didn't get look they went back and got Ben Wallace they when they didn't give him the time. contract he deserved the first time because they said sixty million for over five years was too much when really that's a that's a great contract in today's NBA. Then they go back and get Chauncey Billups. Really? So this is what we do. I love Derrick Rose. I have no problem with the signing of Derrick Rose. But then, like Will, when we was in the group meeting, we were talking about it. Y'all get Derrick Rose to announce him. Then play all the Chicago Bulls highlights. Y'all not getting that Derrick Rose. That nigga is gone. 
What? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the. Y'all I don't get why you wouldn't play Minnesota. Play. He had really good highlights yeah, in Minnesota. Why would you? Y'all need a new video person. All his highlights. Fucking jetted up. I need to take. I need to take the resume to the person who's running their Twitter account and give it to me. I'm applying. What's crazy though is even old ass injury prone Derrick Rose still got a quicker first step than our starting point. Still average. Four points per game now. Off the bench. Off, off the, the bench. bench. There is no and reason played why. played 51 games. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason why he should not be starting. And it wasn't because of injury. Of, of, of he just rested. His they sat him. So then that brings me to my next question. If you got Derrick Rose, what sense would it make to even think of going after Chris Paul? Well, see, here's the thing. Getting... I don't, even, I don't even want to say CP3. Let's just go. Let's just take it back to Russ. Okay. The reason you grab somebody like Russ to pair them with... Derrick Rose, because in that point, okay, you don't mind bringing Derrick Rose off the bench because you have a better Rose player a better in front of him right. at the MVP, time. MVP in front Reggie of Jackson isn't better than Derrick Rose. And that takes Plershaw off Blake. Yeah. But it's the same thing with Jeff T. It's yeah. the same thing as Minnesota with Jeff T. where everybody was like, why isn't Derrick Rose starting? Because Jeff Teague is garbage. Right. When they put him in and let him start, he averaged like 21 and 8. Oh, when yeah. Jeff Teague got hurt? Right, yeah. yeah. When he was starting, Derrick Rose was balling again. Derrick Rose, the question isn't if he can play. The question is if he can stay healthy. Right. But the problem is he's better than our starting point guard. Regardless of what you do. Regar- even if he's injured, he's better than Reggie Jackson. But you, you, you go for that guard, though, because... Which you see, you don't have any Titans necessarily in the East no more besides Philly, if you want to say, and, and Milwaukee, and even Milwaukee, though Milwaukee right. lost Brogdon, which I still say was stupid for them to let him go. Nigga, if you want to yeah. say, we're Titan this year. Indiana, Indiana going to be nice. Indiana, once Victor come back, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So what you say is, okay, so out them two, three you know teams, where's okay five too. through eight? You know what I mean? Who's four through eight? It's open. And then if an injury happens, you don't wish that on nobody. But anything can happen, you want to prepare yourself. You already seen the Pistons was a, was low key a six seed before they start before Ish Smith went out and missed them twenty six games. So you try to propel yourself with that MVP. You don't lose no uh, no young players or no or no picks. If it don't work out, you flip them just like you got flipped to you. You keep on trucking. But but that's what Blake said. I mean, because so are the Pistons trying to win now or are they trying to develop? I will they, say this. I don't know the fuck I ever they, do. They are they are. But I will say this, Keith, to counter your point. If they do come out and they they pick up Chris Paul somehow without giving up their future, they can still fit that little window of that twenty twenty one free agency. They they are clamoring for it, swearing up and down. They gonna have money for it because Chris Paul and Blake Griffin contract is up that same year. So now you got thirty nine million in Blake Griffin coming off the board, and what like thirty seven in Chris Paul's contract. But how how is this Chris Paul Terry gonna work? Because you can't trade him for until December, right? I don't think I think it was just agreed upon. You know, and I, I, nothing mm-hmm. is final yet. They can trade them. They can. This is the off season. It's not the preseason. Right. So they can. He can get traded. He can get flipped right again. The they goal is they don't ever suit up. Yeah, exactly. Oh. They don't ever want to suit up. Yeah, yeah. And ain't no point in him. I mean, he, I mean, I think the Pistons. Go, but the only problem with that is Blake Griffin and. Chris Paul like don't like each other. Not necessarily. He didn't like. He didn't like how. You, I think how Dominic C. God damn! No, he ain't coming to the Pistons. Hell no. That's because this would be Blake's yeah, team, and I don't think he. I don't think he. But you know what? But you know what though? The problem is they don't like each other. The Pistons would make the move anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Gore's dumbass be on the sideline. Talking shit. Yeah. This man. They'll work it out. And Blake Mike, you know it's my team, bitch. Right? We look up for each other. In Detroit, we're blue. Yeah, yeah them niggas go through uh, white red, white, and blue, ball. back to red, white, and blue. Right, right. Hey. Piss is gonna be tears. But they never left. Right. Hey, and then hey, but look, 
Red, white, and blue, mm. red, white, and blue, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. And the only difference now is Andre Drummond. <laughs> That's the only difference. JJ uh, Reddick, Luke right. in the Oh, That's oh. oh. Yeah, Reggie Bullock, too. Yeah. Bob like, City Part 2. Lob City in the D Wheelchair part 2 I was about to say No damn Lob City no more No I'm more like Hob City Hob City Everybody parking in the front In the handicap section You petty as hell for that bro Now real quick He's gonna pull up in those Wheelchair accessible vans Real quick Real quick Cause Khalid got this on top And I just wanna Discuss this briefly Cause again the NFL ain't back yet What y'all think of this 18 game schedule bullshit Nah, no. Let's <laughs> just stop. I need anybody, I anybody that's in the NFLPA to stand their goofy ass up and tell them they did. They did. Hell they did it today. They did it. They did it today. They was like, no. I guess the biggest part that doesn't make sense if you're going to have an 18 game schedule, you're only limiting starters to 16 games. No owners. No owners. Was, owners don't give a shit about that. They give a shit about this is a billion dollar deal. If, if they can get this through, just some now, extra two games with a billion. Just to break it down, the player concern. It reduces the average player's life 3.3 years to 2.8. You got to play and complete three years in order to get an NFL pension. That's one. Uh, from fan concern, yeah, you're not seeing your players, but did Arnold Security really give a shit about that? They'll make that up some other way. But the playoff implications, I mean, if you're on the bubble of a wild card spot and you've played your starting QB for 16 games, what are you going to do? So <laughs> it's, I don't think it's just going to be just for the last two games. They're going to pick a game in the season. Yeah, it's, that doesn't really it's matter. Still, you it's still kind of – because imagine if I went on a hot-ass start. You know what I'm saying? And, they and then you. I get in the middle. Imagine you the Lions, right? You Lions and you – based off the Lions' schedule, they probably wouldn't start off 4-0 or something like that. But we'll say, hypothetically, they start off 4-0. Then you get to about midway through the season. You missed a couple games. At this point, you get down to crunch time. Stafford on his. You can't play Stafford this game. You can't play Stafford that game. I got to put in – no, not can't. You have to play at least 16. That's what it's saying. You don't have to. The players don't have to play all 18. No, I thought it said. No, no, no. It said you. I thought it said you can only play 16. No, yeah, you're only playing 16. Yeah. You can't play. So it's like resting one. So say, for instance, like, you know, Tom Brady starts all 16. He can't play the last two. But it's playoff implications. And they playing against two teams that's, that's ahead of them that's good. Now you're telling me Tom ain't going to play? Because he's already played his 16. Because I'm saying it, it doesn't really matter what games I take off. It's always that risk that. They lose that game that I don't play, and you then now what? we in trouble. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm uh, play devil's advocate on this. So since y'all broke that down to me, and injuries, wouldn't that mean that now teams would have to put more emphasis on being having more depth and having a good second uh, string quarterback? Yep. And so if they do, this, hold on, hold on, hold on, but if they do this, that means I want all my players to get more. Fully guaranteed contract, thank you, and I thank want regular, you. a better benefit. If y'all gonna do this goofy here, crap, no, that's what I'm gonna thank you. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. If y'all do that, Khalid, I mean, chill. Your team, the New England Patriots, can't fucking trade away second string quarterbacks like y'all like to do. You can't get rid of Jimmy G. You can't get rid of all these. If if that goes down, mm-hmm. you can't have your starting quarterback get mad and then tell him the next guy needs to be traded. So when I sit down, y'all gonna lose. Y'all ain't got nobody. We have Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. We will draft another good back. But the only problem, the other problem with up. that is injuries. I mean, because that's in a perfect world, okay? Then say Stafford does get hurt. Stafford gets hurt. Think about any given Sunday. What if that happens? I'm I, a million I, I agree dollars. with you. Well, no, well, well, I'm saying well, is. Chill, mate, to me, you took the words right out of my mouth. You made the best point out of this whole conversation. 
guaranteed contracts. That's if it. you're gonna if you're gonna take if you're gonna shorten my life expectancy, take care of me while I'm here. Take care of me then. Give me more fully guaranteed contracts. So that means I can understand why Darius Slay is complaining. I can understand why Snacks is complaining. If we gonna go into this new CBA deal and y'all gonna put two more games now, put this in here too. They're adding two more games, but not subtracting from the preseason. Yeah, and, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And this isn't new. They this came up again, like in what two oh eight or twenty ten or something. Police like said they've been doing this for nine years. They've been trying to do this since twenty ten. See what I'm saying? Nine years. So I, that's why. At I'm the saying same time, like I, I still don't think it's going to fly because the injury is going to be the biggest thing. The mm-hmm. NFLPA is not going to have it. And, and this, you got to add that. more players to the team and, if and you and want that. We, and as we wrap up, this is why I say the NBA and the MLB are more respected leagues. The NFL is going to be the breadwinner out of all three because people in America love. American football right. mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how bad Goodell is No matter how bad These owners are or What type of rules They make People love football first But yeah. I respect The NBA and MLB As far as their leagues And where they take Their players and their Way contracts. better and Way better The NFL You know NFL and, makes and the matter fact, like, My dad said shit. this And we gonna let, I'm gonna let this go How is it a contract If it's not guaranteed Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. How is it a contract Cause you can cut me At any point You can cut me Yeah You can let me go I'd have been on your team for three or four years. I'd tear my ACL. I'm not the same. They just let like me go us. my contract. They at will employed. They're at, they're at will. It's not a contract if it's not guaranteed. True. What That's you do, bro? Mm-hmm. Um, I work at will for the Pistons. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap up, colleague, man, you got to go ahead and get into this. You want to go ahead and make this point real quick? I mean, my closing piece would be, and you're guessing it'd be my little PSA announcement. Shout out to the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team for going back to back. Please know that shit ain't easy. No. Mm-hmm. So now they've got two World Cups. Pay these women what they deserve. True. Oh, yeah. And you can get into a whole equal pay conversation, and we're definitely not going to do that right now. But there's certain sports that match up together from men and female to where you need to get paid the same. Tennis is one of those, and my soccer is one of those. A guy's foot is no quicker than a woman's foot on that mm-hmm. soccer field. Mm-hmm. So it can be mm-hmm. just as entertaining. Just some quick facts so the whole audience will know. If y'all don't know already, U.S. women's max earnings this year is two hundred thousand. <laughs> Men's is one point one with a title. That's five times. Damn. That's five times, right? Five the times. past World Cup, France winners they got thirty eight mil as a team. Oh, huh? That's over for the entire World Cup. Countries is like over two hundred million dollar pot that they're fighting against. The women this year just got four million dollars. Last time they won it was two mil, so that doubled. Yeah, yeah, it doubled. Yeah, but still not fucking enough. Mm-mm. That's nine and a half times more. That the men made. Damn. And our women are again back to back champions. Now get to those sorry ass US men right now. Today kicked their ass. They have not done shit since 2002. In 2002, they really didn't do shit. You just went to the quarterfinals and lost to Trinidad and Tobago. To be honest, they didn't even qualify this year. Nope. Wow. But they're getting paid way more than these women. The two hundred thousand dollars would have me. That's like minimum for a practice squad com- person. Yeah, the, the the conversation for equal pay, I think, is done. Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe, but Alex Morgan, who's probably the most popular, is only making one mil salary for the team. One mil. That's a That's third crazy, stringer. Man. That's a third stringer. Pay those women. Shout out to Motown Motivated. You guys, as always, the show is great. The crisp, the high definition, the sound, everything, man. You make us sound like we just out here in Dre Studio. Literally, y'all got the game on lock for real. <laughs> Family and friends, we love y'all. Brendan, we appreciate you coming on Thanks the show, Thanks for coming man. on, brother. We appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. Yes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Great you know show, what? man. Real quick. Go when ahead. We had that, when we had that generational 
when we bring that back up, we gotta have him. Of on course, the show. of course. Yeah. We Actually, gotta you know have what? Him on the show. You know what? You know what? While we on that, Brendan, Chief O, and uh, I Al. This, and Al. Al. Oh my goodness, we're gonna have to get us a pool table or something because <laughs> that episode is going to be for real off the chain, and we're gonna have a lot of opinions on that. Does anybody want to do any shout outs or anything before we wrap this up? Jones, no, you gonna... always have a good one, bro. You always have a good one. I don't got time right now. I got pissed. Blake? I'm out. All right. <laughs> Blake, you got, got Blake, you got anything to say? Anything to add as we close out? Uh, no. Keep you? Put on that deodorant. It's gonna be nine degrees for the next seven days. <laughs> Brenda, anything, bro? No, man. Just thanks for having me, y'all. Keith. All right, man. Look, again, shout out to Motown Motivated. Thank you. You know, planting that seed for us, getting our voices out there. We definitely appreciate it again. Um, And, you know, shout out to all our families and friends. Thank you all for listening. Check out previous episodes. Soon we're going to put an Easter egg out there and put the first season out there, which is available on SoundCloud if you didn't know. Um, And, again, like I said, thanks again for your time and viewing. And we love you guys. And we out. We out. Stop fucking with people, TSA. I feel anointed. God has a plan for me. I've been appointed to take care of my family. You see, your son is on the come up, and the sun is finna come up, and the Lord's light will shine down upon us. Now, the plan is to get the fam in a better financial situation, get an education and be a rapid sensation, promote positivity and be sharp mentally. This black skin of men does not define who I am. Because it only acts as a shell The embodiment of a vessel That was born to prevail And I'm finally here now And I'm about to take flight And the dream chasers will show you all our might With every breath that's in our body We will fight to the end And let the road to the riches begin